You're listening to the Baseball Prospect Journal Podcast. Here is your host, Dan Zielinski. Welcome back to the Baseball Prospect Journal Podcast. I'm Dan Zielinski, founder and national writer at BaseballProspectJournal.com. You can find all of my work, including my extensive MLB draft content, where I've interviewed over 60 of the top prospects in this year's draft class, written detailed profiles on all those guys, and also have provided different analysis pieces, mock drafts, things like that. You can find all of that content at BaseballProspectJournal.com. You can also find me on Twitter, at DanZelinski3, constantly talking baseball over there, providing insight, analysis on the draft, the Milwaukee Brewers, baseball in general. You can also follow the Baseball Prospect Journal on Twitter, at the BP Journal. Today's episode is going to be similar to last week's episode where I simply talk about some of the headlines in baseball and also really kind of dig deep a little bit into the Milwaukee Brewers, talk about their hot start to the season, talk about their young guys that have performed extremely well and maybe some prospects as well to watch out for in the coming months or sometime this season when it comes to the major league level. Next week, hopefully I'll be getting back to providing you, the listener, with some in-depth interviews from draft-related guys, whether that's for this year's draft or in the coming drafts. I got some great interviews lined up, so stay tuned for that over the next few weeks. I'll be getting back to interviewing guys and providing you some insight on college baseball or the draft process in general. But in today's episode, I want to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers. Over the first week of the season, they've been a lot of fun to watch. I think part of it has to do with Major League Baseball's rule changes and making the game a lot more fast-paced and just overall kind of altering the game a little bit so it helps there be more offense in the game. While even though there has been more offense, I think overall across Major League Baseball, games still have moved quickly. The pitch clock has done wonders for the sport, and I think allows you to enjoy a baseball game, but in a reasonable time while also seeing a lot of action. So that's been fun to watch, and just being able to watch a lot of games and not have to sit at the ballpark or sit in front of a TV for four hours. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy watching baseball, enjoy covering baseball, but when you're watching four-hour games, it just gets to be too lengthy and too extensive, especially when it's night after night in the case of the last few years across Major League Baseball where games were going three-plus hours. So it's been good to have quicker games, see more fast-paced action, just overall see some excitement in games when it comes to stealing bases, moving runners over, hitting the ball up the middle, and getting through some of the holes in the infield. So overall, I'm happy with that, and obviously you have to be happy with the way the Milwaukee Brewers have played to start the season. The Milwaukee Brewers are 7-3 and three in their first 10 games. They're in first place in the NL Central, and I know it's early, but I think there's a lot to like so far about the Milwaukee Brewers, and it really all starts with their young players, Garrett Mitchell, Joey Weimer, Bryce Terang, have really provided a spark for this year's roster so far. 
The biggest question coming into this season was the Brewers' offense. I don't think anyone doubted really the pitching. I think there were some spots, maybe in the bullpen, that there were some question marks in terms of how they would get to Matt Bush and Devin Williams at the back end of that bullpen. But starting pitching-wise has been pretty solid. You'd like to see Eric Lauer be a little bit better. You'd like to see more consistency in general from some of their guys. Brandon Woodruff going on the IL doesn't help anything. But overall, the starting pitching has been solid, and that's what you expect from the Milwaukee Brewers. But the offense has kind of been the surprising part. Early on, Brian Anderson has been their best hitter. He's a guy that showed some encouraging signs throughout his tenure with the Miami Marlins, but I just think he couldn't always put it together or didn't always show maybe his potential. And when it came to roster construction, how much the Marlins wanted to pay him, it just didn't make sense for the Marlins to keep him after last season and some of the struggles he had. So he obviously was let go, and the Brewers took a chance on Brian Anderson, gave him an affordable contract, kind of a one of those prove-it, low-risk, high-reward type of contracts to see what they could get out of him. They liked his versatility with his ability to play third base and right field. And so far, the moves paid off. He has three home runs. He's hitting 333, driven in 10 RBIs, OBP of a 447. So overall, Brian Anderson has been really good to start the year. He's probably been their best hitter overall. And I think I mentioned the young guys right off the bat as being key to the Brewers' early 7-3 and three start. But the young guys and some of these other players that maybe the Brewers didn't necessarily expect to be main contributors, but were hoping for bounce-back type seasons or just consistency throughout the year have performed well to start the season. We talked about Brian Anderson. He's been their best hitter overall. But you look at the other guys who have performed. William Contreras, the catcher that they acquired in the offseason from the Braves, he's done a nice job offensively and defensively. Sure, he's not provided a lot of power or things like that, but when he's played, he's gotten on base. He's put together competitive at-bats and hit for a decent average. Jesse Winker also is a guy the Brewers kind of took a chance on in the offseason. Had a quality start to his career with the Cincinnati Reds and just did not perform well last year with the Seattle Mariners. Injuries also played a role in that, but Jesse Winker was kind of a bounce-back type candidate the Brewers were hoping to get when they acquired him in the trade with the Mariners. And so far, he's off to a decent start. He's hitting over 300. Hasn't hit a home run yet, but I think that'll come. He's always been a guy who hits for power, but... The most important thing is that he's not striking out and he's getting on base. So I think that's been encouraging to see. And then, like I said, the young guys are playing well. Bryce Terang hitting 308 through 10 games, showing some power at the plate. He obviously hit a grand slam as his first career home run, playing quality defense at second base. Garrett Mitchell has three home runs. He's hitting 300. And Garrett Mitchell's a guy that throughout his, really his entire career as a baseball player, he's not been a guy known to hit for power. He's not really been a guy known for hitting the ball in the air. And that's something he's really improved on since the Brewers drafted him 
from UCLA, but more recently something he's improved on this season from when he was in the minor leagues. So I think that's an encouraging sign. I think if he can continue to get the ball in the air and hit for some power, that's going to be important. Obviously, you don't want to see him sell out for power, but you want to be able to see him hit for at least respectable power and give you 10, 15 home runs and hit for 300 or so, I think would be something that the Brewers would be happy to see. And then Joey Weimer is a guy in right field that also kind of has gotten off to a quality start. He started his career on a seven-game hitting streak. Overall, he's looked pretty solid. I still am a little worried about him when it comes to the strikeouts. That's something that has kind of hindered him throughout his minor league career, and sometimes he's shown some swing and miss early on in his major league career with the Brewers, so I think that's definitely an area to watch. But right now, Bryce Terang, Garrett Mitchell, Joey Weimer all have looked really good and I think have brought a certain level of energy, a winning culture to the roster. They definitely aren't guys who are focused on themselves. They want to win and have the energy and I think have made impacts in a variety of ways, whether that's offensively at the plate, on the base pads, or even defensively. Too. So I think between their energy and just overall skill set, they're going to help the Brewers moving forward. And hopefully they can con- continue to get comfortable and continue to, to develop for the Brewers and be key pieces the entire season. I would still like to see Sal Freelich in the major leagues at some point. I think he's the best of Bryce Terrain, Garrett Mitchell, Joey Weimer. I think Sal Freelich adds a different element for the Brewers that I don't want to say these guys don't have, but Sal Freelich I think has a higher ceiling for sure, and he has an ability to play the outfield, play second base. He can hit for some power, but he's more of a gap-to-gap hitter with speed, and I think even though Garrett Mitchell Bryce Terang have done a nice job of hitting for average, not having kind of bad at-bats where they strike out a ton. I think Sal Freelich is a guy you can expect to hit over 300 steel bases, put together quality at-bats, at-bat after at-bat, and I think just offers more in general at the plate and defensively. Don't get me wrong, I like Garrett Mitchell. I like Bryce Trang. I could see Joey Weimer being a quality everyday player. He still has a little bit left in my eyes to prove, especially when it comes to that swing and miss and making sure he cuts down on that area. But I I would like to see Sal Freelich up at some point. I don't know where he fits right now. I think you'd either have to commit to putting Christian Yelich at DH or there would have to be an injury because I don't see them necessarily benching Garrett Mitchell or Joey Weimer at this point unless one of them really struggles mightily for a decent stretch. I don't see them putting Freelich at second base, moving Terang to third, and then Brian Anderson becomes maybe a utility guy again or maybe even gets some time at first base where he's played one game in his major league career at. I don't see that happening, at least right now. So it's an interesting dilemma for the Brewers. I think Sal Freelich, though, could definitely help a lot with this major league roster and just add to that young up and coming core that the Brewers have and that excitement and energy 
they bring. So the young guys definitely have made an impact and definitely are a big reason why the Brewers are 7-3. and three. I think one thing the Brewers have to figure out is Christian Yelich. He has not performed well to start the season. He did hit a home run over the weekend, which was a, an encouraging sign. Don't get me wrong, but most of the time when he's in the batter's box, you expect either a strikeout or a weak ground ball. He's been getting hitting over the top of a lot of pitches and grounding out with just weak overall contact. So I don't know what you do with him. I don't think you can continue to have Christian Yelich in the leadoff spot on Day's left-handed pitcher's pitch. He's been batting in the third spot. I just, at this point, with the way the younger guys are performing, with the way Willie Adamas has played as well, I just don't see how you can continue to trot Christian Yelich out there and have him as a leadoff guy or even top five hitter in your lineup. He's just not that good. He hasn't looked good since he was one of the best players in the league, winning an MVP award, things like that. But the last few years, he's he's been terrible. He has not performed up to the contract, the $26 million the Brewers are paying him this year and through 2028 he just hasn't performed and lived up to that and really I think ideally you'd like to see Christian Yelich hit 270 280 hit for about 20-25 home runs and be a guy who hits a lot of doubles and I just don't know if that's possible at this point I think some of it has to do with mentality I don't think his confidence is quite there at this point after all these struggles he's experienced And I also think there still is something lingering with his injury, whether he's hurt or he's just not 100% or back to the level he was when he was an MVP. I think something's going on with his back that's causing him to not be the same hitter he was because, again, he either strikes out or typically grounds out with weak contact, and it just doesn't, doesn't look good. So I don't know what the Brewers are going to do with Christian Yelich. I think you have to move him down. At this point in the lineup, sure, you're paying him $26 million this year. You're committed to him, and he really is supposed to be the face of your franchise with the contract you gave him. But he's not living up to that expectations, and he's not performing up to that level that you expect. So I think right now with the Brewers and with them being serious about trying to compete and make the playoffs and having some of these younger guys like a Garrett Mitchell perform well, you need to try someone else new in that leadoff spot. I'd go with Garrett Mitchell. I'd like to see Garrett Mitchell play every day, including against left-handed hitters. That's something he really hasn't done yet. But I'd like to see Garrett Mitchell be that everyday center fielder for the Brewers, regardless of who's on the mound, and be in that leadoff spot right now. I think he's your best option not Christian Yelich. So that's something to watch. I think you also have to watch, too, first base. I don't know what the Brewers are doing at first base. They're not getting any production from Rowdy Telez at that spot. I know he had a quality year last year, but he's not bringing it so far this season. So I don't know if he struggles for a few more weeks, what you do there. You're going to have to either put Owen Miller there or try to change things up a bit and get some production from first base because you need that production overall. So it's going to be interesting to watch. The Brewers have a tough stretch of games coming up right now. They're on the road against the Arizona Diamondbacks. 
where they'll wrap up the series on Wednesday. And then they go to San Diego for a four-game series against the Padres before having a three-game set against the Seattle Mariners. And then they come back to Milwaukee for a series against Boston, Detroit, and the Los Angeles Angels. So definitely a tough stretch for the Brewers and definitely good to get a lot of wins during this stretch because it's only going to help you come September. We've talked about their major league roster. We've talked about some of these young guys who have contributed on the major league roster. We've also talked about Sal Freelich and what he could provide the Brewers at the major league level once he's called up and definitely someone I would like to see sooner rather than later. But one guy we have not touched on yet is the Brewers' top prospect, Jackson Chirillo, who now is the top prospect in all of the minor leagues. He's a 19-year-old outfielder that the Brewers signed as an international free agent a few years back. He's already at A. That's where he's starting off the 2023 season. And he's off to modest results. He's hitting 278 to start the year. Definitely a small sample size, only four games. But Jackson Chirillo is an exciting prospect. I don't think the Brewers would be aggressive and move him up the ladder to the Major League roster this season. I think next year is definitely more realistic. I think we'll see Sal Freelich at some point, but I think we'll see Chirillo next year. And Jackson Chirillo is really the real deal when it comes to prospects. He's a guy that can hit for average, hit for a lot of power. He has elite speed, plays a decent outfield too, and either will play probably center field or left field at the major league level one day for the Brewers. But there's just a lot to like with Chirillo. Brewers finally have an elite prospect again, and I think he's someone that definitely Brewer fans should be excited about and definitely could provide some impact here down the road. I think we also have to watch the Brewers, too, when it comes to pitching. They, between Brandon Woodruff being now hurt, Adrian Hauser is hurt, Aaron Ashby's out for most of the season with an injury. we got to watch some of these younger guys, and it's going to be interesting to see who kind of gets that first call up. They call Jason Junk up to replace Brandon Woodruff, but he's not a long-term answer by any means. I think Robert Gasser is definitely someone that is going to get a call up at some point to probably either make spot starts or pitch out of the bullpen. The Brewers acquired him last year in the Josh Hader deal. He's got a lot of potential, a lot of upside, was a former early-round pick by the Padres, and he's definitely ready for the major leagues. They also have Ethan Small, who got a taste of the major league level last year. Didn't really have a lot of success, but he's another prospect to watch. So between the Brewers' current roster with a mix of young and veteran guys and then also some of the prospects on the way, the Brewers definitely have a chance to compete this year and have a chance to be an exciting team. Through 10 games, they've looked really good. They've performed well. And I think if these young guys can continue to develop and be consistent contributors offensively, the Brewers are going to be right there in the mix because offense was the biggest question mark going into the season. The Brewers needed some of these younger guys and some of these guys they took chances on in the offseason to perform. So far they have, and so far that's led to victories 
for the Brewers. So definitely going to be a fun season for the Brewers. It always is, especially lately, the last few years when they've either made the playoffs or been in contention until the final days. So I'm excited for baseball. I'm really liking these rule changes and the way they're speeding up the game and making them a little bit more entertaining. And I'm excited to see what the Brewers do throughout the summer. So definitely stay tuned to BaseballProspectJournal.com. We're always interviewing prospects, whether that's at the high school, college, or even professional level. Get to know maybe a future Brewers prospect by reading my MLB draft coverage at BaseballProspectJournal.com. Like I mentioned earlier, you can find me on Twitter at DanZelinski3. You can also find the Baseball Prospect Journal on Twitter at the BP Journal. I'm Dan Zielinski, founder and national writer at BaseballProspectJournal.com. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Baseball Prospect Journal podcast, and we'll talk to you next week.